we were just talking to Jacob, and you know, obviously, we've talked to Baylor, we've talked to Jaron. What's it been like watching these guys, and what have you liked? What do you what do you want to see from them as as they battle for the most high profile position? Yeah, I like the competition. I like that they all um, you know, they, they they have a high sense of, of confidence, and uh, that's because they've worked hard. And now we got this great competition going on, and and you're seeing the best out of them every day. And so I, I think um, their job is to make it really hard on us as far as who to choose. And so far, they're doing a good job at it. And so, um, you know, I, I, it's just nice to have a bunch of guys that can play in a lot of different positions and uh, definitely helps out when they're playing quarterback. So uh, we'll keep it, keep it rolling, and I'm just proud of those guys and uh, the professionalism that they have around each other and around the team. And um, just the high high competitiveness that they have also is it's it's being a, a, a good um example for the rest of the guys that are competing for spots right now too i also wanted to ask just about mick hill saw the notification about oh, his yeah. retirement and obviously he's meant a lot to byu football just some thoughts on him or stories about him what what he's meant to to this program yeah it's it's going to be really hard to, to say goodbye to mick and and you know he he was here when i was a player and so um uh, you know, I'm I'm really thankful that I got to be the head coach, um, and that he was in the equipment room with us. And um, you know, we've had I think just just goes to show the type of people that that are around our players and um, and how how much how much of an impact they have on our lives. And so uh, you know, all, all these great mentors that we've had that I I've been able to have as a player and and uh, seeing them impact others' lives and specifically with our football players, it's it's a, it's just it's just a great sight to see, and I'm uh, really thankful for for the things that Mick has done and, and all his years of service, decades of service, and uh, you know we're gonna miss him. He's he's always welcome back here. It's his home, but um, you know we're 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 thankful for all the work that he's done, the sacrifice, and the the lives that he's influenced here. All right, let's go, Mitch, and then Hunter. Kalani, uh, what's uh, you know? Just talked with uh, Jacob. What, what's some of your memories of uh, that recruitment, uh, getting Jacob to sign with BYU, and what he maybe meant to that recruiting class? Um, just some of the characteristics that you saw in him as a recruit. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, when we, we talked to him and, and was it, we were able to work with him, I think the most, uh, uh, for me, the, 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 the most impressive thing was him being a recruiter for us when he was committed to us and. Uh, you know, we we had to battle with him a little bit because battle for him because there was a lot of teams coming after him, and uh, he stuck with it. And, and not only that, but he was able to call and, and make some, um, you know, some uh, uh, some recruiting calls. He's trying to keep, I mean, that's what great quarterbacks do is they want to make sure that they have good targets to throw to, and they want to make sure that they have linemen to protect them. And so uh, it, it was it was a really good moment. But he he he's a guy that you didn't have to ask him to do stuff. He was always on, on top of it from the very beginning, and. And that's just the way he's been as a player. You know, he uh, took advantage of all the reps that he got as a scout team quarterback and um, against our defense. And, and I walked in to tell in when he was saying that he was able to go against them. He, he gave our, our, our defense a lot of uh, a lot of issues and a lot of fits with, with his accuracy and, and his ability to, to make plays and make great accurate throws. And so uh, he's just the type of guy that whenever faced with adversity or even faced with things that aren't ideal, he'll turn it around and make it a positive and, and learn and grow from it. And that's exactly what our culture is all about here on this team. And 
he's a perfect fit for our program. You're a third of the way through practices, I believe today was day five. Uh, how are you guys health-wise? Is there still an optimistic outlook on on having a a spring game at the at the conclusion of this? Where are you at in, in terms of health? Yeah, we're hopeful for that. I mean, I think you, we've got some a uh, little bit guys that are banged up here and there, but that happens with with uh, a physical sport. But um, we've been able to get a lot of eleven on eleven football and. Um, you know, we keep working with that. I think we're going to ramp it up a little bit more, too, as, as we go on, especially uh, working towards the tail end of a spring ball. Right now we're still in, in the install phase, trying to get as much as we can in there before we scrimmage and before we go uh, a lot of the live work. So um, I, I feel really good with the team. I feel really good about the coaching and the things that I've seen from the leadership and, and the progress that I'm seeing from a lot of our younger guys that are developed. And competition has been really good so I, I'm really excited about what I've seen from the team right now and we'll we'll just keep building on this last year we, we were cut around this time you know where we're done I think we're done after practice five and so now we'll try to make the next 10 count and, and try to make sure that we can help this uh, you know get us into good momentum going into the off season and going into fall camp. Coach, are you maybe to looking to add any more players to the roster through the transfer portal or anything like that? Yeah, recruiting is always, I mean, even with it being a dead period, uh, you know, for it seems like it keeps getting extended. Uh, we're going to do as much as we can in recruiting. So recruiting always happens. It's a it's a year-round thing. So anytime there's, and I'm always looking to uh, improve our team and, and uh, get it better. And there's a lot of guys that I think fit our program and, and we'll just keep working with that. So as long as we, as long as the, the portal happens, we're, we've got to make sure that we check into it and make sure that they're good fit for what we're doing here at BYU and want to commit to what we're, what we're about. What's maybe something that you saw from, you know, week one of spring practices that you either want to improve on or build on here in week two? Well, there's just so much room for improvement. I mean, I, I think uh, develop depth is the key. You know, we want to make sure that we have more than just 11 starters on offense and 11 stars on defense and then we're getting a good uh, amount of special teams working as well so uh, we've got to focus everyone talks about offense defense but I think the the, the third phase uh, special teams is just as important and um, they can win your game so we're going to focus on those things and keep working on the fundamentals I, I see a lot of great development from our players and you can see guys have made some um, made some sacrifices uh, getting their bodies right and making sure that they got bigger and stronger and, and uh, you know we're, we're trying to put it to, to work on the field. Right now from what I'm seeing I, I think uh, I like the way it's working. Uh, I think we have a good chance. Um, ben and then Mitch. Coach, um, just kind of piggybacking off recruitment, Mitch's question and Hunter's question. What makes BYU an attractive destination right now to play at if you were to kind of encompass it and, and describe it as a, in a pitch like what makes it attractive to, to recruits right now well I would say right when you ask that question I think the opportunity to grow and learn is the fact that BYU is hard is the key you know it's it's a difficult place uh, as far as academics it's, it's it'll test you in academics Obviously, we're going to put you in an uncomfortable position in, in football and try to get the most out of you in football. And and, uh, and then you, you have to commit to a, a lifestyle that's unique and different than anywhere else in the country. So 
I think we hang our hat on the fact that this is going to be a tough, tough go at it. And, and but you're going to learn a lot of great things about yourself. It's very similar to what you do on a mission. You know, the, we, we love our missions, those that have served missions because it's, it was hard and because there's so much growth took place in those two years. And I think there's an opportunity for these young men here, whether they're here for four, five years, two years, or even one year as a transfer, great opportunity for them to grow and, and get better. And, uh, you know, we, we feel like our culture is built on love and learn. And, and I think you can really thrive for those guys that are looking for a, a way to test themselves and, and get better. We see kind of the, the different mantras that come out and uh, goals and visions that, that that have come out of the football program. What makes that culture that you described unique um, in the grand scheme of things? And, and what makes it, you know, your culture that you've created there? Well, first of all, it's not, not like I'm the one that, that's creating all this stuff. This is This is what we work with as a society and what we work with that's very similar to what we do in the gospel and so uh, for me to sit here and act like it's it's an original um, thing for idea for me is it's it's not I, I obviously it's been around and and there's some things that Lavelle did that, that I think really carry over and, and are good things and there's things that even Croton and, and, and Bronco when they during their time uh, it'd be foolish of me not to learn from the guys that have been here before and have done it right. And then I want to make sure that I keep building on that. And so if, uh, if for me, you just follow, I mean, get religious here is just follow the example of Christ in everything, you know, and I think I think that's an easy uh, formula to follow for, for all of us and whether we're young or old. And I, I'm, that, I'm trying to keep working on that. And it's not about, I don't think it's about being perfect. It's about uh, effort and going, going to doing your, being your best self. And so, I think uh, President Nelson talked about the, the Lord loves effort. I think that's a great statement there. Uh, Kalani, you know, Mick Hill's staff, the, the equipment staff, is kind of rebranded a little bit as, as player experience staff. And I'm curious, is, is the player experience, is it kind of a byproduct, like you have to almost recruit players every single day in your program in this era of the transfer portal? Do, do you think like that at all, where you have to make sure that you're winning your guys over every day they're in the program and also on the recruiting trail? No, not really. I mean, I feel like uh, there's there's reasons for guys to leave and reasons for guys to be added here. And so that's part of the whole attrition. That's that's just part of football. And then the transfer portal makes it easier and more difficult in, in a lot of different ways. So to put it all in one general statement, it's really hard to, to do that for me. But I, I feel like if, if you're kind of going with what we're doing here as a program and what our, our mission statement is as a, as a university and as a football program, uh, I think it'll be okay. But there's guys that want to play more and, and want to look at other opportunities to play, and I get that too. I, I just think, don't think it has to be a negative issue. I think there's a, there's a way that we can communicate with our players and see what's best for them and see what's best for us and, and then come to a conclusion that will make everybody happy. At least uh, I want more guys that are committed to, to what we're doing here and um, – you know whether someone's uh, not being their best self or or can be their best self somewhere else. I, I think the key is for them to to find a way and be in an environment where they can thrive. And so I, I think just being transparent, have an open discussion with players, uh, and then seeing what they're all about, seeing what their passions are about, and and um, and then you know come to a really good conclusion on what where they where they fit the best. And maybe it's a position change, maybe it's a, a wholesale change as a different location. But I, I don't think it's a, it's a negative thing. We're talking about them and their dreams. I think if you just don't do anything and don't do anything about it, then that 
then that doesn't do anyone any good, whether it's a coaching staff or a player. All right, we're going to do last two questions, Jake Edmonds and then Dick Harmon. Hey, Coach. Uh, going back to, to Jacob's interview, he mentioned he kind of characterized himself as a pocket passer that can also run the ball, uh, which seems like a lot of quarterbacks could say that. But what, how would you characterize him and what makes him unique, what kind of sets him apart? Well, I think all the, all the quarterbacks have something that's unique about all, all of them, you know. But uh, if we're talking about Jacob specifically – uh, the guy's a winner. <laughs> you look what he's done in high school, and he's a great leader, you know, and, and, um, and he works hard. And so uh, I think he's creative, and he does a lot of great things. And, he, and there's never a job that's that's too little for him or too big. So I, I think uh, Jacob's got a bright future, and it all depends on when that when that when when his time starts. You know, it's up to him. And I think the competition is going to get the best out of all those guys, and He's he's embracing the competition just like Jaron and and Baylor and Soldier and the rest are. Well, you have a developmental program, and you know Chris Wilcox was a great example of what you tried to do when you get the measurables. Who would you think would be another candidate to take a step like that in your development as you try to get the people to fit in, and then you try to build them into what you want? Oh, I mean, I think everybody's got opportunities to develop, but if you look at. I think when you mentioned that, the one that stood out to me the most is like Blake Freeland, who was a quarterback in high school, and his first uh, live reps in the in the game was his true freshman year against Boise State, against a really good uh, D end. I think it was Weaver was his name, right? And so I think he's got a lot of ability. But a lot of our players are, are developmental guys. Look at how many guys that we we bring in as safeties and turn them to linebackers, or that we bring in as linebackers, turn them to D ends, and and, uh, you know, we've a guy like Harris LeChance that he comes in and he's, he's a bean pulled off his mission, and now he's a, he's a big monster. You never thought that a couple of years ago he was struggling to put on weight. And so uh, I think everybody wants to play right away. That's everyone's goal. But there also has to be a goal where we feel like they're, they're – and, and we can maximize their potential on the field. And, and maybe that's a position change, you know, or maybe it's just guys that you feel like have the great um, – foundation to, to develop on and Chris specifically was had tons of speed we just need him more experience and we, he, he took his you know he took his uh, his lumps along the way true freshman year and and I think he's developing to a fine player but I think a lot of players if you're looking on our on our depth chart can fit that developmental uh, part and everyone can develop so so Dick was asking about are you going to be um, having any activities uh, that that you know showcase that you also like to have fun, Kalani? So like you, you're grateful, um, you you, in, you disseminate this attitude of gratitude, um, and you showcase it by maybe having fun and kind of having having a good time. I think that's what was that right, Dick? Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think, I mean, I, I think I think maybe it annoys people than when I try to have as much fun as I can with the players but um, I, that's just me being trying to be myself you know and uh, I, I remember someone said well Lavelle never did that and I, yeah that's true but I got to be myself Lavelle asked me to be myself and I think uh, I'm not I'm not going to be shy when it comes to the players want to see me dance I'm going to do it just have fun with it and I, I never said it would be good I just said I would do it right so I, I, I'm willing to do 
a lot of things, you know, and uh, especially if, it, if if my players want it and if they request it, then I'll do whatever I can to make people happy and, and let them know that I'm not I'm not against making myself look like a fool sometimes if it's going to make some people smile. <laughs>